Welcome, friends, to the Friday stream, June 23rd. On the agenda tonight, we're going to be talking John Durham, some Hunter Biden stuff. We've got the submarine that imploded, submarine go boom, searching for the Titanic. I don't know what they expected, especially when you're having that thing using a PlayStation controller connected via Bluetooth to pilot it. Oh, no, man. Um, also, I just found this before going live here. The uh, So last Sunday, the Biden administration was supposed to release all the intel they had on the COVID lab leak. Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haynes, was supposed to release it on Sunday. They missed the deadline by five days. Big surprise, but it just got released. I just found the dni.gov website. It was just published before going live here, so we'll check that out partway through the show and see how much is redacted. I haven't even checked it out yet, so we'll check it out together. We'll see how much is redacted or what it even says. So intel on the COVID lab leak came out today. We're going to be talking to some Ukraine stuff and then some other stories thrown in there as well. Shout out to all you guys on Rumble tuning in. DLive, Foxhole, and then our friends over at Kick, Kick.com, the new Twitch replacement that a lot of like gamers and people are going to to stream and watch and whatnot, but streaming on Kick too, so those are the four platforms I'm streaming on, and then I always upload these also on BitChute, Odyssey, and Gab TV. so pick your favorite, whichever one you want to watch on. Appreciate all you guys tuning in live for these though, so... Uh, let's dive into it, although I do want to show you guys my Locals account. I uploaded my weekly whiteboard recap video there, so everybody uh, subscribed and supporting on Locals. I also uploaded this to Twitter as well, so if you're subscribed to me on Twitter, you'll get access to this. I'll upload it on Rumble, BitChute, Substack over the weekend sometime but you'll get early access to some videos that I post by subscribing on Locals. So please go follow me on Locals and subscribe there to support. And also, I uh, do want to share with you guys, supporter of today's show, that is Biotrust Collagen. Really good collagen powder that you can use in coffee, tea, smoothies, wherever. It mixes super well. I use the unflavored one, and it has zero taste at all. They do have a couple flavored versions, but I just use the unflavored one. Throw it in my top coffee. Tastes great, and collagen is really good for a lot of things. Good for your joints, hair, skin, nails, good source of protein, and Biotrust makes a really good collagen. So go check them out. There'll be a link in the description underneath this video to get a uh, banging deal on some collagen from Biotrust. So our first story, John... Durham testifying in front of Congress yesterday. Interesting to finally hear him speak. He's been investigating Spygate for how many years now? Four, five, six years? And uh, he hasn't said anything. He's a master at flying under the radar, but he finally testified in front of Congress. And what a night and day difference between having the Democrats ask him questions and then the Republicans ask him questions. And they go back and forth. When you have congressional hearings like this, where you have people being interviewed or one person being interviewed, they usually go back and forth. So you'll get 
a Democrat senator will get a few minutes to ask questions, then a Republican senator, then Democrat, and it'll go back and forth like that to query the witness. And in this case, it was just, it was ridiculous. You would get complete ass-clown Democrat clearly trying to run the narrative of, oh, Durham's a Trump shill. Durham's just trying to protect Trump, and Durham's a failure. Durham is not credible. He's going to tarnish his reputation like this guy here. We got a clip of one of them. Oh, this ass clown. I don't even know where he's from, but he was one of them making a fool of himself. Your reputation will be damaged. As everybody's reputation who gets involved with Donald Trump is damaged, he's damaged goods. There's no good dealing with him because you will end up on the bottom of a pyre. I yield back the balance of my time. Sure. My, Can we um, presume the gentleman's undecided on, on how he feels about the pre former president? <laughs> Gentlemen, witness can respond. Yeah, my uh, concern about my reputation is with uh, the people who I respect and my family and my lord. And I'm perfectly comfortable with my reputation with them, sir. Ooh! You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yeah. And, you know, listening to what Durham was saying, there was even... There was even some conservatives who were upset with Durham thinking that Durham didn't do his job or failed or what have you. Matt Gates, I think, was the last one to question John Durham. And you would think Matt Gates would be more respectful, but Gates was kind of sounding like a Democrat and, and targeting John Durham, going after him, undermining him, whether that was for some sort of optics reason and Gates was playing some strategy here. Who knows? But across the conservative aisle, some folks are questioning John Durham. But I guess my point here, and this takes me back to, yes, I will reference a Q drop from June 2020 when Q said Durham is not the only game in town. And I listened about to about an hour of this questioning of John Durham. I think the whole thing was quite a, you know, four, five, six hours worth, but I listened to about an hour, and a few points, John Durham, he explicitly stuck to the scope of his investigation, there were a lot of questions asked of him that were outside of that scope that he couldn't answer, but he also made a point a couple of times to clarify and say, you know, we didn't have, my team, my investigation doesn't have that information, there were certain questions he didn't say no to or yes to, he just said, you know, we don't have that information. So I think there's still stuff going on in terms of Spygate. I guess that's my point here. Just because John Durham wrapped up his special counsel investigation, it seems like John Durham's investigation is over. I do think there's probably some other people we haven't heard of, we haven't seen of, we have no clue about, but are still looking into the Spygate scandal. And just give it time. Give it time and we'll see what happens, especially if Trump does get term two, right? If Trump, if and when Trump gets term two, like Trump said a few weeks back, he's going to be, what, opening up a commission looking into all deep state matters. So anyway, I think there's definitely some good things to take from Durham's investigation, what he was saying, regardless of the naysayers out there. And, uh, Let's move on to the next topic, censoring of Adam Schiff. 
So Congress moving to censure Adam Schiff, which is basically just like a public reprimand, like a slap on the wrist. There's no prosecution that comes from an official censoring. There's nothing uh, legal-wise that comes from it. So not that big of a deal. It's kind of neat. Finally, I guess some quote-unquote action being taken for what it's worth, but nothing prosecutorial coming from this. Obviously, Adam Schiff needs to be kicked out of Congress, does deserve prosecution for all of his freaking pencil-neck lying he's done, but this is just uh, it's just like a verbal reprimand, a verbal slap on the wrist. Nothing really more than that at this point. Now some Hunter Biden stuff. So IRS whistleblowers yesterday coming out and stating that Joe Biden's Department of Justice was intervening and shutting down all kinds of attempts at investigating Hunter Biden's tax fraud, money laundering. There were transcripts released by a congressional committee yesterday from one of these IRS whistleblowers. Apparently, there's multiple whistleblowers now. And then after the allegations that the DOJ was stifling the investigations, which, yeah, right, obviously. Garland, good old Merrick Garland today. I don't even know if this was on the schedule or what, but he ran to the podium probably in a spontaneous emergency press conference. He called rushing to the podium this morning saying, no, no, people are attacking the DOJ, but we haven't done anything. We haven't stifled any investigation. Mr. Attorney General, um... Republicans in Congress have flirted with the idea of holding the FBI director in contempt. Um, it's become a talking point on uh, the campaign trail, um, the alleged corruption in, in the FBI and other federal law enforcement agencies. Um, do the American people have cause to be concerned about the integrity of the components of this Justice Department? And, and what do you have to say about how they're acting? I certainly uh, understand that, that some have chosen to attack the integrity of the Justice Department as components and its employees by claiming that we do not treat like cases alike. Uh, this constitutes an attack on an institution that is essential to American democracy and essential to the safety of the American people. Ooh, he said the D word. I wish the government would just ban itself democracy yeah anytime you get some political clowns say oh it's a threat to democracy chill total chill <laughs> and more on hunter biden coming out a couple of days ago it's been a bad week for hunter it's been a real bad week for hunter <laughs> but a great week for exposing him so i don't know if you heard about this one the sanctum sex club founder named Hunter Biden as a former member. Have you ever, ever heard of the Sanctum Club? Hopefully you haven't. But it is a elite sex club that runs in Los Angeles for pretty much rich people. I guess if rich people don't want to buy submarine tickets to go check out the Titanic, they buy sex club tickets to Sanctum for $75,000 per year. Super creepy, like super creepy. <laughs> and the founder here admitted that Hunter Biden used to be a member. 
And then after the founder admitted that Hunter Biden used to be a member, they actually kicked him out of his own weird perverted organization. They kicked him out. Somehow the founder got kicked out for admitting Hunter Biden was a former member. <laughs> Jeez, what a mess. Southern California gonna Southern California. But yeah, it's just funny. I mean, I'd be more shocked than not if Hunter wasn't a member. Be more shocked if he wasn't one. Um, and then onto that submarine. So apparently, yes, they call well. The fact that they call the company Ocean Gate, you're just kind of asking for a controversy. Ocean Gate Titanic subsearch. Coast Guard confirms they found a debris field, and it was the missing tourist sub. So. I guess apparently it imploded with all that pressure being 12, 13,000 feet under the surface of the ocean. It's going to be a lot of pressure on that thing, and it's just going to implode. And, uh, I mean, man, when when it looks like a shoddy tin can that is piloted with a freaking Logitech PlayStation controller connected via Bluetooth, I don't even know if it had any backups to the control system on it. And when the CEO says, oh, they don't hire 50-year-old white guys to work for them because they're not inspirational enough. Yeah, uh, when you go woke. Everything woke turns to shit. Yeah. uh, Sad situation for the people that lost their lives on it, for sure. But um, they chose to make the journey. And they had faith in that submersible when they shouldn't have had faith in that submersible. And actions have consequences. So, I don't know, man. I guess when you get that rich, your life just gets boring. And you're looking for any adrenaline rush you can find. So, diving down 13,000 feet to check out the Titanic maybe is on your bucket list. I don't know. It wouldn't be on mine. Maybe $100 million in my pocket would change my mind on that, but I don't know. I can't see myself ever, no matter how rich I was, ever wanting to dive down to check out the Titanic. Doesn't sound appealing to me. I don't know. So, I'd rather fly off into space on a rocket than (laughs) dive down 13,000 feet. Be a better way to go anyway. So, one more thing on this. We're learning, apparently, the U.S. Navy heard the likely implosion of the missing sub on Sunday. There was a... They detected through sonar, through acoustic data. Yeah, they registered acoustic data on Sunday, like almost a week ago, five days ago, six days ago. That was probably the implosion of the submersible. Why didn't they tell us this days ago? Well, maybe they announced the acoustic data, but yeah, I don't know. I know a lot of people are calling distraction, distraction. Hey, maybe. Maybe it was just a story to grip the world that they wanted to run all week, but it's just odd, right? Although I will say, The whole distraction narrative does get on my nerves sometimes. I will say that. Uh, Some people out there think that everything's a distraction from something else. Like they get get their 
their paranoid gears turning in their head and everything's a distraction. Everything's a distraction. It's odd to me. Now clarify that. Who's putting the distraction out there and what's the motive? Doesn't seem to be any details around it. They just call something a distraction and yet they don't want to have any further conversation about that subject. One example being the UFO issue. Yeah, sure, you could call it a distraction, maybe, but let's have some deeper conversation about it. And heck, maybe there's some distraction shills out there in the comment sections just trying to get people to look away from different subjects by calling it a distraction, right? Easy way to do that. Right, chat. Chat says you can multitask. Indeed, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. We could focus on a few issues at once. I wouldn't doubt, though, if that is a goal of some internet shills at the moment is just to call something a distraction so people don't look at it, right? And they're trying to tell you, oh, it's because they don't want you to look at this, so that's the distraction. Well, maybe they're distracting you from something that's not a distraction. Hmm, distract deception. Uh, what's next? What do we got next? BlackRock. Oh, this is good. This is so good. O'Keefe dropping a good one on BlackRock. They got some hidden camera footage of this recruiter for BlackRock saying some pretty good stuff on camera here. They don't want to be in the news. They, they don't want people to talk about them. They don't want to be anywhere on the radar. Why not? I don't know, but I suspect it's probably because it's easier to do things when people aren't thinking about it. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money, and then you can start to buy people. I work for a company called BlackRock. Meet Serge Varley, a recruiter at BlackRock. Let me tell you, it's not the who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wallet. So it's, it's the, and who's like, that? The hedge funds. The banks. These guys run campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. And obviously, we have the system works. First, there's the senators. And these guys are cheap. You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. I can give you 500k right now. No questions asked. Yeah. I'm gonna do this. It's done. Does like everybody do that? Does Blackhawk do that? This guy looks like a Sith Lord in training, or like a wannabe Bond villain. <laughs> Oh, Blackrock. He even has the accent, right? Like a Euro accent to be a Bond villain. And then O'Keefe confronts the guy in like a coffee shop somewhere in New York. Hey there. Is this seat taken? Um, someone's going to come back, but uh, what's well, up? Will that person... Does this guy kind of look like Elliot Page? Is that you? Is that you, Elliot Page? Looking so happy there? Cause you're so happy, right, Elliot Page? Actually works for me. Live from the Bronx, this is James O'Keefe with OMG. My name is James O'Keefe and I'm with uh, OMG. Uh, you work for BlackRock, is that right? Yep, that's true. Okay. First of all, um, I don't consider it me recording with you. You don't have to, this is New York, it's a one no, I know. state. Right? Uh, yeah, but... Um, well, okay, but you asked me some... <laughs> you don't have to. This is New York. It's a one-party consent state. Well, Pro tip, if you are going to record anybody, make sure you know the laws in your state because some states are two-party consent states 
meaning both parties need to consent to be recorded. You can't undercover record people in those states, at least then post it publicly. In the one-party consent states, a little easier to do that. So clearly, James knows he's in New York, one-party consent state. Uh, but anyway, so the guy gets up from the coffee shop table here, and then he starts running down the street. They're in the Bronx. Homie starts running down the street. Uh, Blackrock, Elliot Page. And then runs into the police station. Legit runs into the police precinct. And is like, hey, follow me in here, James O'Keefe. Follow me. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Mr. Blackrock? Try to arrest James O'Keefe? It used to be that criminals ran away from the police station. Now the criminals run to the police station. Or we could say the blue-collar criminals run away. The white-collar criminals run to the police, right? Help me, help me. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, it's a pretty solid one. And then to, ca to cap it all off, I don't know if this guy is an employee of James O'Keefe or just knows him or works with him or something. But this guy is a video producer, content creator. I'm assuming he is an employee of James O'Keefe's, but they put out this super, it's 100% satire. Let me just, a lot of people saw this video. They didn't realize it was satire. It's satire, but it's hilarious. You gotta watch it. Hello, I am a video editor and I work for James O'Keefe and his company, O'Keefe Media. Days ago, James posted a misleading video about BlackRock that quickly went viral. And I'm here to make some things clear. BlackRock does not in any way control the wallet of presidents. That would be like a president leaving office 30 times richer. Also, do you, do you see the shadow there? That's supposed to be a gun, <laughs> like a gun pointed to his head. <laughs> That's funny. The company emphasized the word not, does not buy senators at the price of $10,000. That's just ridiculous. Finally, I think what James is doing is dangerous for our democracy. And I'm sincerely asking him to take down the video immediately and apologize to BlackRock. Thank you. <laughs> That's pretty good, not gonna lie. I laughed pretty good at that one. Uh, let's see, and one more thing on O'Keefe. This is also pretty good. So, I guess last week James O'Keefe went to speak at his hometown school board meeting somewhere in North Jersey. And after he spoke at his local school board meeting, the Westwood school chief banned media at the high school graduation and proceeded to warn against hidden cameras in schools. <laughs> James O'Keefe shows up, school board freaks out, tries to ban hidden cameras and bans all media from graduation. <laughs> oh, man. When James O'Keefe runs around, you had... All right. So, Arizona. Maricopa County recorder Stephen Ricker Riker files defamation lawsuit against Carrie Lake 
and his lawsuit is being backed by a group called the Protect Democracy Project. So again, there's the D word. Anytime you hear democracy, think uh, communism, pretty much. A threat to our communism. Protect communism. Yeah, this is a Soros-backed group. So a Soros-backed group took on Stephen Ricker as a client, and they're suing Kerry Lake over defamation. <laughs> he does kind of look like Adam Schiff, doesn't he? Here he tweeted, I'm suing Kerry Lake. I'd hope the defamation would stop after the election. I waited. I'd hope it would stop after the first election trial. I waited. I'd hope it would stop after the appeal. I waited. I'd hoped it would stop after the second trial. I waited. I waited. Then I realized I am the job. I am the job. Defaming me is her path to campaign donations. I live a very lucky life. But now I'm suing her to put an end to the false statements. Thanks to the Washington Post for this write-up. Oh, he even interviewed with WAPO. Wow. I thought you were a Republican, bro. But you're running to WAPO to help with your lawsuit. But wait. You claimed Carrie Lake is trying to get donations and speaking opportunities. But here you are getting a speaking opportunity with the Washington Post. Probably seeking donations for your shit lawsuit. It's always the projection, man. It's always the projection from these clowns. No. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. All right. Hey, quick chat break. Uh, Debbie, thank you for modding the chat and dropping the links in the... In the uh, Live chat. Claps for Debbie. Although, Debbie, so you know, I got censored off Buy Me a Coffee. So, yeah, we can, you know, no more Buy Me a Coffee leaks. Links. We just got X that one. Yeah, I did get banned from Buy Me a Coffee last month, two months ago. So, wah, wah. They're lost. Now, let's get to the COVID lab leak intel. I was going to report on this because the Biden administration failed to meet this week's deadline. It was supposed to come out on Sunday because the law was called the COVID Origin Act of 2023, which Biden signed, by the way. So the uh, intelligence community was supposed to, by June 18th, which was last Sunday, release all the info they had on the lab leak. So... Biden's own law that he signed, he broke, apparently. He missed. Whoops. Released it late. No big deal. But we finally got it. So the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the report titled Potential Links Between the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Origin of the COVID-19 Pandemic. Let's see. We already got on the very first page... Some black bars. Oh, yeah. Classified. Let's see. Seven whole pages. Wow. Took them that long. They got. They had six months to throw this together, and it's only seven pages. 
I, c I could dig up more intel connecting freaking lab leak than this. Executive summary. This report responds to the COVID Origin Act of 2023, which called for the U.S. intelligence community to declassify information relating to potential links between the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the origin of the COVID-19 pandemic. This report outlines the IC's understanding of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, its capabilities, and the actions of its personnel leading up to and in the early days of the COVID pandemic. This report does not address the merits of the two most likely pandemic origins hypotheses, nor does it explore other biological facilities in Wuhan other than the Institute of Virology. What does that mean? This report does not address the merits of the two most likely pandemic origins hypotheses. So are what are those? In the executive summary, are they already giving a biased statement of, oh no, it didn't come from the lab? This report is not going to address the merits of the two most likely pandemic origins hypotheses. Whatever. What are you going to say? Raccoons? Came from freaking raccoons and baboons. Whatever. Uh, a classified annex to this report includes information that was necessary to exclude from the unclassified portion of this report in order to protect sources and methods. But the information contained in the annex is consistent with the unclassified assessments contained in the report. All right. Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. The Department of Energy and the FBI assessed that a laboratory-associated incident was the most likely cause of the first human infection with SARS-CoV-2. The CIA and another agency... Who's the other agency? Left that unnamed. The CIA and another agency remain unable to determine the precise origin of the COVID pandemic as both hypotheses rely on significant assumptions or face challenges with conflicting reporting. Almost all intelligence community agencies assess that SARS-CoV-2 was not genetically engineered. <laughs> See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. What an odd thing to say. Most agencies assess that SARS-CoV-2 was not laboratory adapted, some are unable to make a determination. All IC agencies assess that SARS-CoV-2 was not developed as a biological weapon. <laughs> you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Dude, there's the cover job right there. Wuhan Institute of Virology activities performed with or on behalf of the People's Liberation Army. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all this is just kind of nothing burger stuff. Uh, what analyst did you have put this together? Freaking chat GPT? Seriously, they probably paid some janitor at the CIA to throw this, throw this together with chat GPT like this morning and spit all this out. This is just all public stuff.
Seven whole pages, whoop-de-whoop. Coronavirus research and related activities performed at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Blah, blah, blah. Wuhan Institute of Virology genetic engineering capabilities. We assess that some scientists at the Wuhan Institute have genetically engineered coronavirus using common laboratory practices. The intelligence community has no information, however, indicating that any Wuhan Institute genetic engineering work has involved SARS-CoV-2. Bullshit. Biosafety concerns at the Wuhan Institute. Lame. Then just a bunch of definitions. Yeah, what a nothing burger report. Holy crap. Huh. CNN already running the headlines. Department of National Intelligence concludes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, on from that. Let's talk some woke stuff. Everything woke turns to shit. The National Hockey League doesn't want to get butt lighted. They announced that teams will no longer wear pride jerseys. Why the hell did they wear pride jerseys in the first place? But no more pride jerseys because they don't want it to be a distraction. Yeah, no shit. Wasn't there only one Major League Baseball team that didn't have a Pride Night? Wasn't that the the, uh, Texas Rangers? Nice. My new favorite baseball team. Still won't watch baseball. Sorry, baseball fans. There's a lot of sports I can't stand watching, but I love to play, but I won't watch. Let's see. And then big win for a business in Texas. They were taken to court for choosing not to hire uh, transgenders, alphabet people. They got sued. And then the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, three-judge panel, concluded that this business does have the right to fire gender non-conforming employees over uh, religious grounds. I say it's against my religion not to have that as my business, and that was upheld. So, yeah, I mean, there you go. Interesting precedent sent there. Interesting precedent set. I mean, there's there's an argument to be made. Don't want to discriminate, but private business... Private business should have a right to hire, fire who they want. I mean, it's, you know, there's arguments there on both sides, but there you go. Religious grounds, so curious. All right, now we got Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. The battle of the big tech bros. I don't even know how this beef got started between them uh, 
Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg agreeing to a cage match on social media. Were they trolling? Is it fun in games? Maybe. Or maybe not. Dana White says that they might actually be serious about wanting to fight in a UFC octagon. Honestly, I think Zuckerberg would take him. Just the fact that Elon's older and a little bigger and probably slower than Zuck, and Zuck's been training at least a little bit, I don't, I don't think that'd be a good idea for Elon. But hey, whatever. It'd be the most watched UFC match ever. <laughs> but I, I would rather have them duke it out with a battle of free speech. Let's see whose platform can censor less. That'd be a good battle. All right. World Health Organization appointed a, a new position. They have a new position that's called the Director General Special Envoy for Climate Change and Health. That is a fancy title. Whoever got that position must feel so special. They must feel so good about themselves being the Director General Special Envoy for Climate Change and Health. And you know who got that position? A woman by the name of Dr. Vanessa Carey. And if that name sounds familiar to you, Carey, well, yes, that is because that is John Carey's daughter. Good old skull and bones, John Kerry. Joe Biden's special climate change envoy person, John Kerry. So no doubt, John Kerry pulled some World Economic Forum strings to help get his daughter as the Director General Special Envoy for Climate Health and Change. Climate Health and Change. Climate Change and Health at the World Health Organization. Ah, just like Pops. Good old chip off the old carry block there. She kind of looks like freaking Skull and Bones John Kerry too. Like Skeletor face. Ah, must be nice. Must be nice being like a, a Biden or a Kerry or a Clinton. Life's so easy. Could be dumb as a rock, smoking on a crack pipe, but... You'll still get millions of dollars for the big guy. Oh, what's next? Accounting errors at the Pentagon. $6.2 billion now. $6.2 billion in an accounting error. What? And it provides extra aid for Ukraine. The Pentagon reported that it overestimated the value of the weapons it supplied to Ukraine by $6.2 billion. And this, this comes after the Pentagon admitted to an accounting error of $3 billion. Now it's up to 6 So what? They're just going to send $6 billion more of stuff over there? Jeez. What the U.S. plans to do with the surplus. The revision frees up extra funds in the department's coffers for further aid. 
adding to the $34 billion in security assistance the U.S. has already provided to Ukraine since 2021. $34 billion, is that it? I think that is highly underestimated. Probably far more than that. And how, how convenient. Apparently, Ukraine needs that money because, check this out, they had this huge counteroffensive that they've been planning. It's been in the news. Have you heard about this Ukrainian counteroffensive against Russia? Well, guess what? <laughs> Flopped. Kiev's forces haven't even reached the first Russian defense line. And their foreign minister is already pitching support for the next offensive. Frickin' failed. Ukraine's counteroffensive failed miserably. Wow, it's almost as if... It's almost as if they wanted it to fail. They wanted some of their tanks to get blown up so they could get more money and more tanks sent to them by the West. What did that what did that BlackRock guy say? What did Mr. BlackRock Elliot Page say? War is good for business. Lockheed, Northrop Grumman, Raytheon, looking at this failed counteroffensive, looking at these blown up tanks, happy about it. Clawing their grimy little hands together. Excellent. More money for us at Lockheed. Excellent. General Dynamics excited that they get to produce some more tanks to send over to Zelensky. <laughs> and we got Zelensky uh, warning about a nuclear plant false flag. Counteroffensive fails. So now Zelensky's crying out, accusing Russia of plotting a terrorist attack on the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, according to a video statement that Zelensky put out yesterday. But here's the weird thing. That nuclear power plant, uh, Russia's been controlling it and occupying it for a while now. Russian forces have overseen the local staff, which keeps the nuclear power plant in operation. So, kind of like the Nord Stream situation, why would Russia plant a false flag and blow up their own nuclear power plant? Or something they're controlling. Here's the thing. Here, here's what comes to my mind when I saw this news story. Because the topic of a false flag... It's kind of mainstream now. Like even a bunch of mainstream folks out there have heard of what a false flag is and understand the general concept. That means the deep state has to go one level deeper to, to psyop people. So what are they going to do? They're going to false flag a false flag. Create like false flagception. Let's have Zelensky warn and cry about a false flag. Russia's going to conduct a false flag on this nuclear power plant. So Zelensky's sitting the narrative. Blame it on Russia. It's a Russia false flag. Russia's going to bomb the nuclear power plant. Blame it on us, Ukraine, but it's really going to be Russia. So then, Ukraine blows up the power plant, or the deep state does, frame it as a false flag, 
So it'll like look like Russia did it to blame it on Ukraine, but it was really Russia. That's how they'll frame it. So it'll look like it's Ukraine. They'll say, oh, Russia did the false flag, but really it was Ukraine. False flagging their own false flag. <laughs> do you guys do you guys get what I'm putting down there? I mean it's so you gotta go a layer deeper here. So honestly, something to look out for. That's what came to my mind when I saw this shit. Wouldn't put it past him to false false a false flag, false false flag a false flag, right? You'd really have to get a you'd really have to get complex with your counterintelligence in that way. Like, whose fingerprints are we going to put on this? Ours. And then blame it that they did it. But we're doing it. Right. We're doing it. And we want to make it look like we did it. But we want to make it look like we did it. But Russia framed it to make it look like we did it. So we can... <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, let's see. Russia... This came out a few days ago. I just thought it was funny. Russia considers forced chemical castration of pedophiles. Pedos. Weeks after the Wagner group uh, apparently raped two girls on the front lines in Ukraine. Yeah, I don't know what's up. Um, speaking of the Wagner group, had a super chat come in. Let's see if I can find that. Appreciate it, Hevsky. Asking about the Wagner Group in this uh, Rumble rant. What's up with the reports about Wagner Group now going against the Russia Kremlin false flags inbound? Good question. I mean, it's something for me to dig into a little bit. From what I know about the Wagner Group, they, they usually are very close to the Kremlin. It's basically like putin's undercover paramilitary group that he uses overseas like in that um in that sudan civil war that was going on probably still is going on but that's been going on for a couple of months and then you heard about those bio labs in sudan um kind of break into the mainstream news that was the wagner group that went in to i guess expose those sudanese bio labs during that civil war going on over there so the Wagner Group is like to the Kremlin, to Putin, what you could say the CIA's um, ground branches, their their covert action, direct action force is. So I don't know when I see news stories come out saying that the Wagner Group is going against Putin. I think to myself, well, that's probably planned disinformation on the part of Putin to make it look like the Wagner group is against them for optics purposes, right? When really it's not. And that allows Wagner group cover for whatever. When it comes to the Russians, they're masters of disinformation. Putin's the master of art of war tactics, appear weak when you're strong sort of stuff. So, you know, appear weak so Ukraine launches its counteroffensive and then we'll just smash them. So I don't know what's up with those wet reports about the Wagner group, but that's the feeling that I would get that it's disinformation. So people think that Wagner's going against Putin when really they're not. Another rumble ran here. Appreciate it school or prison. 
both. School is prison. Continue the great work. Religious Americans less likely to believe intelligent life forms exist out there, according to Pew Research. I mean, religious Americans very much believe that intelligent life forms exist out in the cosmos. They just call them different names. They call them angels and demons. So just boils down to a semantics issue, really, a difference of definition. Um, but yeah, I very much believe intelligent life forms exist out in the cosmos, and I am very much a spiritual person. Or a religious person, call it whatever name you want. Um, anyway, we can talk about that in a few moments. I'm almost done with the articles, then we'll get to some Q&A. So, how about lab-grown chicken? Would you eat lab-grown chicken? I wouldn't. The USDA approved two California companies. The fact that they're California-based companies means that I wouldn't want to buy this stuff. USDA approves two California-based companies to bring their cell-cultivated meat to restaurant tables and eventually the supermarket. So that's what they're calling it. They don't want to call it lab-grown chicken. They want to call it cell-cultivated or cultured meat. It's cultured. It's not lab-grown. It's cultured meat. It's cultivated. Yes. Excellent. I really hope there will be some regulation on labeling standards for wherever the heck meat came from, especially when it comes to lab-grown or cultured meat. Shoot. Um, and let's see. Celebrity Chef bans vegans from his Australian restaurant. <laughs> There's some based celebrity chefs in Australia. I'll tell you that. Uh... So this guy banned vegans from his restaurant after a run-in with an unhappy customer ignited an online war. This celebrity chef posted to Facebook that uh, sadly all vegans are now banned from his restaurant for mental health reasons. We thank you for your understanding. <laughs> uh, cheeky Aussie. Cracking me up. And then a couple of UFO stories. So the weirdo guy from Harvard, Avi Loeb, this guy, you might have seen him around. I think he's kind of a weirdo, to be honest. Um, he's saying that aliens most likely to contact artificial intelligence before humans. Because Mr. Harvard research guy claims that the aliens are going to find a kinship with artificial intelligence. So that's one of the reasons I think this guy's freaking creepy is that he is using the UFO issue to really push hard for AI. He wants to push for AI and surveillance equipment everywhere to, uh, in his opinion, search for UFOs and detect them and all this sort of stuff. Big surprise, dude's got an Apple Watch on his wrist. He loves surveillance equipment, apparently. So yeah, I think this dude is just being used to spearhead that narrative and uh that's one of the one of the agendas being pushed along with this mainstream ufo disclosure stuff is uh surveillance equipment everywhere ai more ai is going to be pushed with it and money the government needs more money to be able to reverse engineer these technologies and figure out where all the ufos are 
They're going to need money for that. Because they're broke. Because all that money already went to Ukraine. So, need more tax money. And then, I did find it interesting that Josh Howley, of all people, making some UFO statements, saying the government has concealed or covered up a huge, quote, huge number of unidentified aerial phenomenon. He said, the number of these is apparently huge, and that is something that the government has. The best way I can say about it, downplayed, if not kept from the public for a long, long time. Howley said during an interview with News Nation. Man, it's always News Nation. I'm getting creepy vibes from News Nation. So News Nation is owned by a company that owns a newspaper called The Hill. And uh, The Hill, named after Capitol Hill. This is The Hill. You're probably familiar with this uh, newspaper. So the same outlet owns The Hill that owns News Nation. And The Hill and News Nation have been, this company that owns them both, they've really been spearheading this UFO issue in the mainstream. It was News Nation that first reported on this UFO whistleblower guy that came out a couple of weeks ago. So I feel like whatever company that owns News Nation and The Hill, uh, they've been getting, shoot, maybe they're owned by the intelligence community. Or have some, uh, it's called Nexstar. This is the this is the company that owns News Nation and The Hill. Uh, where are they based out of? They're based out of Irving, Texas. And they got another headquarters in New York. So I wonder if this outlet is being used by the intelligence community to come out with these all these UFO stories and really spearhead it. But uh, anyway, yeah, something I will be looking more into. They're already on my radar, but I'll be I'll be checking out News Nation and seeing what all they have to say on this UFO stuff. So to the chat here. Let me bring in some tunes. We'll hang out for a little bit. You know what day it is. Chat says, apparently Wagner Group is going after top military brass, apparently. Are they? Or is that just what the report said? I mean, maybe they are, or maybe they're not. Oh, I'm a little behind on the chat. Let me scroll down. Ha! <laughs> Ammo fun. Five bucks. Appreciate it, Jeff. Lord knows we all need a good ammo fund. Instead of buymeacoffee.com, somebody needs to make buymearound.com. Buymeamagazine.com. Buymesome9mil.com. How about that?
<laughs> Howly Holly. Yeah, yeah. Potato, potato. Vegan farts, worse than cows. I don't know, do vegans fart? Do their digestive systems even work? I guess so. Pro probably too well. All them, all them probiotic foods they be eating. You get like the, you get the fruititarian type vegans though, where they eat so much fruit, so many, uh, so much sugar. They probably have a lot of candida in their guts, though. Oh, thank you, Debbie. I still have the uh, buy me a coffee link in the description box. Ooh, I gotta take that out. Alright. My fault. <laughs> Buymeabullet.com I don't just want one though. I want many. Buy me manybullets.com. Then there's the raw crowd. I kind of get I get where the raw crowd is coming from though. I mean, I try to eat a good amount of food raw. I don't eat my meat raw. I'm no liver king. I'm also not juiced up on steroids, but uh, I make smoothies. I throw a raw, raw egg in there. I don't drink raw eggs by themselves. Definitely cook up my eggs, but I'll throw a raw egg in my smoothies. I like to eat fruit raw. Do still eat some salads raw. I like raw milk. I really like raw milk. Big fan of raw milk. So, yeah, I mean, I get where the rock, rock crowd's coming from, but when they're extremist about it, right? Being an extremist about any diet, whether it's the vegans or you've got the extremists that are going full carnivore. Big problem both ways. get Ko-Fi. I did see that website as like a replacement for buy me a coffee. Ko-Fi. I checked it out. I didn't sign up. I don't know if I will because that just becomes too many platforms. Kind of something I'm dealing with right now is just having too many platforms. Um... So maybe, I'll check it out, but I'm kind of in the process of re-evaluating re all the platforms I have and debating if I want to drop a couple of them and then focus on specific ones. Like, I, I want to focus more on locals right now. And Twitter's got this subscription set up, which is cool. Focus there a little more. No, it's a shame when a woman 
And I'm speaking here in terms of like donation-based platforms. So I, I like the setup I have going on now where it's pretty much Twitter, Telegram, and True Social. Those are the three main platforms that I shitpost on. And I also have Instagram. So I'm pretty happy with all those. And I'm pretty set here on Rumble for my main free video platform. But in, in terms of like donation-based or subscription-based platforms, I just don't want to have too many of them. So I'll check out Ko-Fi. I'll think about it. I do already have the donor box thing on my website. So if people want to send like a one-time tip, I already have that on my site. And that's basically the same thing as Ko-Fi. So that's why I don't really feel the need to do Ko-Fi. Is there not a program that can centralize the platforms? Not really. I mean, that's what a website's for. I can just have all the platforms. I kind of do. I already do have all the platforms linked on my website. But my website right now, jordansather.com, um, it's, it's ugly. It's bad. I got to really... I'm going to be working on that over the next couple of weeks, is uh, beautifying that and getting it more streamlined. Yeah, yeah, I agree. People are usually extreme when they were new. You have a born-again hot yoga friend. He chilled out after a couple of years competing. Competing? He was competing in hot yoga? Interesting. Yeah, I mean, the same could be said for people new to waking up, new to conspiracy theories. I know I was. When I was new to conspiracy theories 10, 12 years ago, you get really extreme. You start believing all kinds of crazy shit that you come across on social media, right? You get pretty extreme with it. And then over time, as you realize that certain claims fall through or you just get better at discerning and researching and realize how much conspiratorial trash there is out there then you come back down to earth so yeah no doubt people definitely extreme when they're new when people are new to dieting or new to supplements same thing when I was new to I never got really extreme with the dieting thing but uh, I was definitely extreme with supplementation there was a point in time where man I was probably pop in so many pills a day 10 15 single pills a day of a variety of stuff protein shakes and everything these days I maybe take a multivitamin and a fish oil and that's pretty much it pill wise I do have a protein powder I take now and again and some electrolyte powders whatnot but not, not much I don't take many supplements anymore
<laughs> Isaac Truth on Foxhole says, My favorite advice from you, don't believe everything you think. It's a good one. If I said that, I believe I said that, but I think I said that, but I don't believe I think I said that. Right? Gotta follow my own advice here. Yeah, seriously, don't believe everything you think. Good tagline. Need that on a shirt. That'll be my uh, video sign-off. That would be a good shirt, though, wouldn't it? I got any graphic designers out there listening and you want to get a little side hustle making some shirts for me let me know never wanted to learn was um photoshop i taught myself some okay video editing skills but i don't know man photoshop was just always overwhelming to me like, man that would take me a lot of time to learn too much time to learn so just hire it out Oh yeah, man, Photoshop is a great skill to have, for sure. And video editing too, like, if I, was, if I was in high school or like early into college, those would be the skills I would teach myself because you could build a great side hustle, almost a standalone business, video editing for people and graphic designing for people. There are so many people out there that could use a video editor or a graphic designer, and they don't even realize how much they could use a video editor or graphic designer. You could go around to small businesses all over the place or contact a bunch of um, influencers on the internet and say, hey, I got skills. I can help you with them. You pay me a few bucks. Like I had a, like I had a dude reach out to me a couple months ago He's like 20, in his early 20s or something like that. And uh, he offered to edit some Instagram videos for me. I was like, sure. Pay some money per video, and he edits my Instagram TikTok videos for me. So yeah, man, that's a great skill for... to have they could really hustle make a side hustle for themselves Baby. 
hit up the lady Scavino promoted today. Well, Dan Scavino promoted a graphic designer then. She's probably already getting inundated with uh, business. Her price probably just went way up, so probably not a good idea for me to hit her Obviously, someone cut Durham's sack off. He speaks like a spineless, worthless puppy. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. All right, guys, good chat. Chat's kind of slowing down a bit, so if there's any last questions, comments you guys have, while I'm here, you drop them. Otherwise, you have a good weekend. Attitude. Appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great weekend. I'm going to head out. Appreciate you guys. I'll see you on Monday for the next stream. And I shall remind you don't believe everything you think. <laughs> Take care, everybody.